Good afternoon, Wayne. It's uh, Ben's from Channel 10. Uh, going for 10 wins in a row, that's uh, quite an achievement. Um, a lot of things have had to go right. So how much, how much do you want this extra win? How much was the last part? How keen are you to win this one and, and make it 10 in a row? It's a phenomenal achievement. Well, I've spent a lot of time being keen to win something. So that's, that's not something I've got. Argue with myself, I just, it's important that we just play well at this point of the season. Uh, that's what you're trying to get, consistency and um, get little things in your game right. Wayne, how far off your best footy are you? Oh, no, next question. don't know. There's been a lot of talk all year, Wayne, that... Um, well, for most of the year, it was talked that there was there was two teams in the premiership race. Now, most people probably think there's four, maybe five. What are your thoughts on that? I still think the top two teams in Penrith and uh, Melbourne are certainly the ones to beat. And um, you know, I think the rest of us, are, I think we're close to them. Um, I've still got some improvement in us that we, we need to get between here and, and September. Wayne, the, the Rabbitohs have fallen one game short of a grand final for the last three uh, three years in a row, which is a pretty phenomenal achievement. What would it mean to to uh, to make the grand final this year? Well, if you have a look at some stats, there's a whole lot of stuff that's probably pretty interesting of that last three-year period. I think, you know, Rabbitohs behind Melbourne um, and perhaps Penrith are all in about the same, but also won the most number of games. So the Rabbitohs have been consistent for the last four seasons, which is, you know, the first steps towards success. Now, Melbourne um, Roosters and um, and Penrith all played in the green final in that period of time. The only team not to is, is South Sydney that has been as consistent with those four, three clubs. So there's a lot of things we're doing here that we like, but we just, um, you know, got to get ourselves to that place where we can give ourselves a chance and not pulling out for the Freeland final. And for, for yourself, um, mate, it's the countdown is probably to, to the end of your coaching tenure here. You obviously um, obviously want to go go out with a premiership if you can, but also, do you know what your plans are beyond October? Have you, have you heard me say that my coaching career is finished? No. Well, good. Well, let's not write it off there. Yeah, yeah. There's obviously, just in relation to that, there's talk about the uh, the expansion teams in Brisbane. Um uh, you know, being back on the back on the agenda. Um, obviously, that's something that I think you support. Yeah, I certainly do. I do support it. Wayne, Wayne some Wayne, of the Wayne, some Wayne, of the Wayne, other clubs, Wayne, have said that perhaps now's not the right time because of the COVID situation to push forward with expansion. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, well, look, everybody's entitled to their opinion, and the, and the other clubs, as you say, like. If, if we listen to the other clubs, um, we would never have had expansion. We would certainly never had state of origin. We probably wouldn't have test football. Um, you know, there's always a vested interest part, party out there, and that's the other clubs. Um, and you know, at the moment they're in a tough time because they've lost a fair bit of revenue. So they'd like to think there's you know more revenue coming their way than um, if there's less teams. Uh, but you know, I think Melbourne was the last expansion team where it was 20 years ago. If, if anyone that runs a successful business will tell you that, you know, you either get bigger and stronger or you 
try to sit and at the same level and uh, you'll, 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 you won't improve and you won't get better. And the NRL has to, has to embrace change. And obviously that's what they're thinking about doing at the moment in terms of, a, of another team or expansion rather than change actually. Um, and you know, what, what's more ideal at the moment with Brisbane now being granted the, the Olympics in 20, uh, 2032, um, that we shouldn't be part of that rugby league, um, get on that um, footing with everybody else up there. Cause you, obviously there's going to be a lot of, a lot of uh, industry up there. There's going to be a lot of growth and North coast, South coast, Brisbane. And, um, I think it's a, you know, even more important now we, we, we expand and we expand quickly in the next two years. Um, the, you know, your other argument is that with the players, look, I said some months ago now, you know, um, you know, clubs are, are, are part of the, a major part of the problem here. I'm honestly confident enough to, you know, have an opportunity to coach that team if it did happen, uh, that I could put a pretty successful team together pretty quickly um, with a bit of help from other people. But the players are out there. The problem is that a lot of the coaches aren't getting the best out of the players they've got. And um, I, don't, I don't fear any of that at all. So from, from a personal point of view, from a game point of view that I've been involved in all my life, I think it's the next thing for us to do. And we need something at the moment to, to give us a bit of hype and, and to pump us up a little bit because right now with the COVID and, and all the other coaches struggling with it as well. But uh, I think all of our games need an injection and there's an opportunity for us to do that. And, um, and, and I'm, I'm not in the, in, the, uh, in the doom and gloom category. And as I said, if you look at Brisbane and South East Queensland there, that, that's going to be a huge growth area, huge. And that's what Peter's been on about, Peter Volantis is that, you know, the growth to, to get more opportunity for young men to play football. And I think part of most of the bids is that, you know, they will expand the game and they will, they will create new clubs and a, a new, a new um, opportunity for young people to play, young men in particular and women. Wayne, you, you're, in, you're in Brisbane now and you've obviously spent uh, most of your life there. What, is there what, what would be the impact if the game didn't expand? Well, it'll be exciting. It'll be, it'll be quite a hell of a lot of interest uh, as it did in the past. You know, Melbourne's been a great success. Broncos an expansion club. They were a great success. Uh, having a bit of a tough time, but now, but, you know, th th it's worked in the past. And look, the other thing that you've got to understand with this and, and when, you, when you get rid of the negativity that everyone's, well, those that have got an agenda with it want to talk about is the fact that these clubs, the, the club that's going to be a, a, um, admitted, if there is one, and they've got to find a $10 million guarantee cash in the bank to back that bid up. That's never been done before, any of the expansion teams. So uh, the game's taken, there's, there's not much risk for the game at all. Um, I, I just can't see where the risk is, but I can see, but I can see where the upside is enormously. And, and if you, you know, a lot of you don't come from Brisbane, you've got no idea the growth areas at places like Springfield, um, going down towards Toowoomba, uh, Ipswich and beyond. Um, there's a huge growth area, incredible, and it's going to be double what it is now in ten years' time. That's what a lot of a lot of the other clubs, Wayne. What you said a moment ago is that they they have concerns about the, the player talent. Well, well, I don't I don't have concerns about the player talent because I know the player talent and I, and I know what is out there. I know what's you know underperforming, and I know what guys aren't getting opportunities. Um, you know, and the good clubs, the good clubs help players, you know, develop their talent. And if you look at, you know, um, two or three clubs without actually naming them, I see them do a great job every year with players that are 
that other clubs let players go, go and um, all of a sudden these guys resurface and playing great football. And, you know, I would see an expansion team uh, doing that. And, you know, there's another factor here as well. There's about 10 guys go to England every year to play. Uh, it's still pretty good footballers. So if you say, well, it's 10 of them around, and plus you've got to find another 20. <laughs> I don't think that's a challenge at all, personally. I don't think it'll impact on the competition. Two teams absolutely would. But one team, I like the idea of one, and also gives boys as well without actually having boys in the comp. So, um, yeah, there's a lot to like about it. Um, Wayne, you guys are, are moving into the Q1 apartments in the Gold Coast there. How excited is the, is the group feeling for that? Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know if you call it excitement. Um, well, we're happy where we are. It's been good here, but there's an opportunity for us to do something a little bit different again and just mix it up a little bit. I mean, everybody's living away from home here. So I don't, I don't, I think we'll be excited when we're told we can go home. I don't think I'm excited moving from one motel to another. I mean, just on the run you guys are on at the moment, we'll see you up for 10 straight. Last year, you spoke a bit about how you um, trained the team during the lockdown period and you didn't want them to go too hard too early. How have you gone about it this year? Have you changed again the way that you've prepared the team and to try and get the run right for the right time of the season? Uh, yeah, it's always a bit of that. You know, you need a bit of luck. Um, you need things fall into place. Um, but, you know, we're... You know, I've had a, I had a definite plan when I came back in the pre-season. And, um, you know, I just... You know, the group of players I've got here and the group of men that I work with, I think are quite exceptional. They've got great commitment. And, you know, with com combination of them want, wanting something and and uh, all working towards a common cause of, you know, uh, doing as best we can this season. And that's, that's brought us together at this point. So, but, you know, it's, as I said, the two teams on top of us at the moment are wonderful teams. And, um, you know, we've got our hands full, but the next four weeks is an opportunity for us to, to get better. And then uh, hopefully in the playoffs, we can make an make a impression. Do, do you feel like you're timing your run as perfectly as, as possible? Well, we're pretty healthy. Uh, we'll have a number of players back next week. We've got five or six out this week, but um, you know, most of those will be back next week. I think great, all of them will be back, actually. Uh, that's, that's number one in this. Is, um, and number two is playing pretty fair football. We'll be doing that. Um, so a lot of things uh, you know, are working for us. Like last year, we had a lot of injuries going into the playoffs. The year before was the same on first year here. Um, but right now, if we can get these players back on the field the next month, get no more injuries, that's, that's a, a big asset. Wayne, do you think that you guys are kind of uh, preparing to stay in Queensland for the long haul or at least just a longer period of time than you, than you expected? Well, look, I don't think anyone's in any doubt that, that the grand final won't be played in Queensland. So we're here. But no one will be going back to Sydney. There's, I, don't, I think we're all, all realistic enough to realise that right now because regardless of what happens is that, you know, the Queensland government is not going to allow travel between the both states so we're not, we're not going to have a, um, a competition if we go back to Sydney and that's why the competition is still going now because we're all based here so I can't see that changing and I'm serious here till the end of the season. How are you guys feeling about that? How are the players feeling? You know obviously the families would have helped but you know how's, how's the group? How's the group culture? Well, well, players have been great they know why they're here they want to be here they want to play football they want to earn their income um They've had, you know, we've, we've hardly had any discussions about it. We all accept what, what it is and we and we appreciate what the NIL is doing for us. They've done an outstanding job under very difficult circumstances. But Peter Volandes has obviously led that team and um, 
look, we don't have a complaint here. And there's five, there's five teams here in this um, hub at the moment. And um, there hasn't been a crossword between anybody. Uh, everyone has got on with life. We play each other on a, on a, on a given night and we all come back uh, here and, you know, get on with the next week. And no, the players have been wonderful. It's a credit to them, but I uh, said so the game's led us very well with it and uh, we've supported again. When you just mentioned a lot of interaction, teams. Wayne, between the other teams? Sorry. Yeah, a lot of friends there. They all, they've all played Origin. You know, I've been playing test football with them. Probably come from the same club. Yeah, there's been good interaction. But do we have parties and all that? No. No, that's not happening. Um, but um, <laughs> there is interaction, yes. And the coaches have been good. We've all you know, gone on with, with each other. It hasn't been a problem. Is, is it true that when you go into the Q1 hotel, you won't be able to have interaction with the other, the other teams? I don't know. No one's told me that. I, I, well, I'm not going to be there, so... As I said, I'm not sure about that. It's not something that has been an issue for me, and will, or, or will it be, won't be an issue either. So. Yeah, mate, I just want to check if the team's one to seventeen to run out tomorrow. No, Dane Go goes out. Um, he had a little hamstring strain uh, early in the week. Uh, he'll be right next week. I'm pretty confident about that. Uh, so Braden Burns comes in. Okay, and you mentioned that keeping the team healthy. So we got Hame Sally back and. AJ looks like it'll be right next week. So a few uh, selection dilemmas may be coming up. Yeah, there will be. Harmay will be back next week. Um, Alex Johnson will be back next week. Liam Knight will be back next week. Campbell Graham will be back next week. Dane Gago will be back next week. So it's um, we're heading in the right direction if we can just hold it together next month with the player. Not, not too many injuries. Was that a training injury for Dane? Mine? Uh, no, I don't, think, I don't think it was, actually. Uh, just kept, I think it was from, from the game the weekend. Gotcha. On the weekend, yeah. <laughs> we didn't notice it wasn't something that was worrying. You come out the train, you just couldn't really stretch out, you know. But as I said, it's not a not, no one's in any doubt that he won't play next week. Gotcha. Thanks, man. When David Fafita scored a hat trick, I think uh, the last time yeah. he came up against them, they're, they're also that. on a pretty good run. Yeah, no. Do I'm you remember that? Remember that Fafita hat trick? I do. Yeah. Uh, it was a pretty good one, but uh, what do you make of their run and the form they're bringing into this clash? Yeah, well, they've won three games in a row and they've got a bit of confidence about themselves. Um, so I'm, I think it'll be a good game. They've got some quality players there. They play a good brand of football. They're easy to watch. So, um, yeah, we've just got to make sure we turn up and do, do what we do well. <laughs>